Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I want to do this story with you now. There's a national poll showing Canadians in each demographic category, and by a clear majority, are saying that Canada's justice system, this is all tied together, is too generous with bail and too lenient with violent criminals. No kidding. The poll was done uh, for the National Post by Leger Marketing. Uh, Canadians, by strong majority, also support mandatory treatment for chronic drug addicts, and that runs against what the policymakers uh, generally suggest. Andrew Enns is executive vice president at Leger Marketing. He joins us on the Roy Green Show. Andrew, thank you very much. How are you? I'm I'm doing well, Roy, and I appreciate uh, being on your program. Yeah, good to talk to you. So we have, uh, as I look at the results of the poll, we have the policymakers and the people who make the decisions in Parliament on a collision course with public opinion and a very significant collision course because you have up to 80% of Canadians in all dem- demographics saying the same thing. We don't we don't like it. We want to change. Give us the fundamentals on the issue of, of bail, what concerns Canadians, and as well what concerns Canadians as far as the treatment and the release system for violent offenders is concerned. Well, for sure, uh, Roy, and I think I'll, I'll just go back, uh, you know, one step. Uh, we, we did a poll back in April at Leger that just asked how people, how Canadians are feeling about sort of violent crime and, and the incidence of crime in their community. And, and we found over 60% saying things were getting worse. So in this poll that, uh, that we want to talk about now, we actually went in and looked at sort of, well, what are some of the things that, that government are doing to make things better and, and how do Canadians feel about that? And as you noted in your introduction, um, there is a bit of a disconnect in the sense that some of the things that we hear a lot about in terms of measures that, that are uh, going to help things, quite frankly, are running counter to how Canadians feel about um, what they think is necessary. And if you take the drug situation, which Canadians uh, in our, in our Leger poll said is a, is a, is a serious issue, uh, in their, uh, you know, in their community, 72% said it was a serious issue. Um, you know, their remedies for what they wanted to see done is certainly a lot more of, of finding those that are, that are selling, uh, you know, trafficking drugs in their community, uh, more aggressive policing. Um, to your point, um, you know, in Alberta, I think they're trying this, uh, Roy, where they're where they're looking at involuntary treatment programs, which many people don't agree with, but have to say the public is is uh, is seems to be in aligned with, and not just in Alberta, but but really across the country with respect to wanting to uh, to uh, you know. Uh, really see some aggressive action in terms of yeah. And Andrew, although that points out to me is that people are paying attention to the decisions that are made in provincial and federal legislatures, and they're, they're challenging it. You, your, your poll shows that. And look, uh, you've got 79% of the Canadians who surveyed on violent offenders saying there are too many repeat violent offenders being offered bail, 79%. 78% agreed with this statement, the justice system is too lenient on offenders who are found to be guilty of committing a violent crime. It's, I've said this, it's almost become a joke, but it's not. It, you would have difficulty convincing 79 or 78% of Canadians to agree that today is Sunday. So when they're, you know, when they're, when they're in agreement on these two salient pieces of concern with the justice system, that speaks volumes, doesn't it? 
Well, it does. And, 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 and it's, I think, look, you know, it's a problem for, for policymakers because um, people are starting to, when you see these sorts of numbers, I, I read into these numbers that there's a lot of frustration that there just seems to be a repeat of stories or, you know, they, they go down streets, they see large encampments, they see people, uh, um, you know, just milling around. They, there's, there's horrific incidents of violent, uh, violent crime that, that are later on, we learn that it's, they're being perpetrated by an individual who's, who's uh, on probation or on bail. And it's over and over. And I think you, you, there's a frustration. And I think the concern, I think, if you were a policymaker is, does this lead to a lack of faith in the system? Because that, that is not a place where I don't, I think policymakers want to end up, uh, you know, uh, in the future. No, um, again, you've got 79% saying that uh, bail is too easy. Too many repeat of violent offenders are being offered bail. And 78% saying the justice system is too lenient on offenders who are found to be guilty of committing a violent crime. We have just in the last couple of weeks here has been speaking to people I've known for years whose families have been subjected to, to murder. There, in one case, five-year-old child. In another case, the, the, the parents of uh, former Team Canada and NHL goaltender Don Edwards. And, uh, you know, these the, the violent criminals have just have been released. Yeah, they've done time. But should they be out, the majority of Canadians would likely say no. Um, what's the, what, what did you hear about strengthening the bail provision? Well, it's interesting. Again, like we see with, with the, you know, their approach to sort of dealing with people addicted to illegal drugs. And, uh, you know, people are prepared to push, you know, push the envelope. We found, uh, we, we asked, uh, you know, a question, um, you know, do you agree or disagree with this statement? I'm in favor of restricting bail, even if it could potentially lead to challenges on the interpretation of our Charter of Rights. 73% agreed with that. So again, you see, you see people's frustration and desire for something different to even push beyond what, you know, they, they appreciate there's going to be people who will say, no, we can't do that. It's, it's, it's not part of our, you know, it's not fair. And I think people are, are getting a bit fed up uh, with that sort of mentality and are prepared to go um, to push things, to push things further. And, you know, I know, I know our premiers are pushing hard for some, uh, for some bail reform. And, and, uh, you know, I've shared this poll with a few of them and, and I think, uh, you know, but they, uh, you know, hopefully they feel emboldened in terms of their push and, and hopefully things change because the public is public expects it. Yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at the national post story here that you, you did the poll for post media, um, sentiments around incarceration and detention have noticeably hardened following recent incidents of murders and assaults being committed by suspects who were either on bail or had recently obtained early release from prison. This included the random fatal stabbing of a mother and a child outside an Edmonton elementary school in broad daylight on the 5th of May. 33-year-old assailant was later shot by police. And uh, Canada was particularly galvanized by the December 27 fatal shooting of an Ontario Provincial Police constable by a repeat violent offender who was on bail at the time. That police officer was trying to help him. Car was in the ditch and the cop stopped, young man, stopped to, to, to try to help. And he gets shot and killed for his efforts. People are not willing to accept this. Is, uh, so what's, what really is the message? What's the takeaway message that everybody has to get from this poll, Andrew? Well, uh... I think the takeaway is, is that people are 
are losing, you know, are losing faith in, in a system that just doesn't seem to, to acknowledge that, that what's happening to, in what you just described, what's yeah. happening is just unacceptable. And I think there's a, I, I really do feel that there is a, um, that they, that, you know, if you're in government, um, I think you can't just allow the status quo to continue. I think you really have to, you know, look at, you know, look at some things that are going to, you know, demonstrate in, in actual actions uh, to, to the public that things are changing. You know, you, I, I listened to, uh, you know, a few, uh, few minutes before I jumped on and, and you had, uh, you know, talking about the Bernardo thing. We were Tim in the field when, when this occurred. It's, it's, it's different. But it's really not, Roy. It's the same symptom of, of a system that seems to be oblivious yeah. to yeah. the feeling, the sentiments. And this isn't like anybody could have told you this was going to be the reaction. And so now, well, I can take you back to Clifford Olson, and we'll do that later yeah. on this afternoon or this morning, depending where you are in Canada. We'll be speaking with John Nunziata, who's a former member of Parliament and a criminal lawyer. And he was in my studio in uh, 96 or 97. Olson had written, a serial murderer of Canadian children, had written a letter to John, dropping F-bombs everywhere, because John had, Nunciata had been challenging Olson's right to a parole hearing. Um, and, and Olson hated me, too. He got into a, an international poly, a poetry contest, and I got the organizer of the poetry contest on the air, Andrew, and I said... So this guy's your semifinalist. Oh, yeah, he said. It's very good poetry. I said, do you know anything about him? No. He's a convicted serial killer of children in Canada. Question then becomes, how does this guy get to communicate in that way from prison? And eventually yeah. the prison system said, oh, yeah, we shouldn't do this. And so they stopped it. And a judge declared Olson a vexatious litigant because he had been threatening to sue the parents of his victims telling one family, you said I raped and murdered your son. I only murdered him. I wasn't convicted of raping him. So the, the, the lawyer, the parents told me the lawyer told the family, put your house in your daughter's name because if Olson wins the lawsuit, he'll get your house. Yeah. It's, and, it's, and, and that's 30 years guess, ago. Yeah. And I guess, Roy, it goes all back to what you said earlier. You know, we may all not be, you know, we may not be picketing in the streets. We may not be protesting out in front of law courts, but people are paying attention. It shows up in our poll. And at what point does, um, you know, where does it all lead to if nothing changes? I guess I, I don't yeah. know the answer to that. Yeah. But I think the point is that uh, these sorts of numbers, uh, you don't see quite, you don't typically see in Canadian public opinion on many issues. No. Um, but, uh, but we're seeing it on this. Uh, and pretty consistently, and I think that's um, you know that's that's a, that's a big takeaway. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 